Hi, this is the Oracle Speaks. I am the Village Elliot. I am the Sports Oracle of Ohio. And, um, you know, the uh, oracles, the people who foretold the future, were sometimes cursed by the gods in Greek mythology. Sometimes they were given the power to foretell the future, but at the same time, they were cursed by the gods so that no one would believe what they had to say. And sometimes the sports world is like that. Sometimes I feel that I do tell the fans exactly what is going to happen, but sometimes the fans don't believe what I have to say. And unfortunately, that's been kind of the case with the free agent market. The NFL trading deadline has come and gone. And what have the Browns got to show for it? Well, they did not come away with a Hall of Fame running back. We were told that we were going to get Derrick Henry and that, oh, man, you know, the Tennessee Titans, they want to give him away to the Cleveland Browns, and all they're asking for is like a fifth-round draft pick. And maybe some of the more sane sports writers among us were saying that, well, you know, I don't think that they really want to give him away, and maybe it might take more like a number three or maybe a number two draft pick and uh, it turned out that they didn't actually trade the guy at all. And then um, we were also told that, well, the Browns would really like to have a new quarterback. The one that we have just isn't really cutting it. The quarterback that we have, uh, P.J. Walker, has one of the lowest completion averages in the NFL. And, in fact, um, there are quarterbacks out there that would have made sense. Um, the Rocket Man, uh, Joshua Dobbs, was briefly available today, and he wound up being traded to Minnesota, and I told you about that. Those who read our columns uh, in Fantasy First Sports Network were told that Minnesota was a more likely destination than Cleveland, and the reason is that they were more desperate because Kirk Cousins had ruptured an Achilles tendon uh, this past game, and they really, really needed to have a new quarterback. Plus, their number two quarterback, Nick Mullins, also a former Cleveland Browns, was also put on the uh, injured reserve. He also had an injury and is not available. So they're really down to their number three quarterback, and uh, it's not looking good for Minnesota, so they really needed to have Joshua Dobbs, and they made that trade for a number six draft pick. As I suggested, that's about what he is worth. Ah, well, okay, so uh, that didn't happen. There was some talk that we were going to make a trade that it, it would involve Donovan Peoples-Jones and a number two draft pick, and the Browns were going to get Jacoby Brissett, and maybe the Redskins were going to throw in Terry McLaurin, what a joke that is. I mean, how would you possibly be able to get that much in return for Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's having a terrible season, and uh, then a number two draft pick? Uh, how much is a number two draft pick actually worth? I think that's really crazy to think that we're going to get that much in return. Uh, so that trade did not happen. What we wound up doing actually is trading that uh, numbers that Donovan Peoples-Jones, we get a number six 
draft pick in return. I think we traded him to Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. And um, boy, oh boy, we're going to have a number six draft pick next year. Is that going to make up for the fact that the Browns traded traded away a number one draft pick and a number four draft pick? That was part of the Deshaun Watson trade that was made, uh, gee, that was two years ago already. And so three years worth of number one draft picks were traded for Deshaun Watson along with uh, day three draft picks also. My gosh, what a haul Texas got for that. It's kind of amazing that they still kind of stink with all the draft capital they received from Cleveland. But that is the situation. Um, the reason why the Browns were not able to make a big trade is that they really don't have the draft capital. They traded all the draft picks to Houston already. They've been traded for three years running. There is no draft capital for the Browns to be traded. I should say no excess draft capital, no excess draft picks that the Browns can afford to be trading away for players at this point in time. Uh, and they're also short of money. Now, a lot of people will get upset about this and take umbrage saying, well, what do you mean? The Browns have like 30 some odd million dollars of salary cap space, according to overthecap.com. Why don't they spend that? Well, the reason is that the Browns have to budget quite a bit of money to be able to afford their wonderful quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who has to be paid $64 million next year. That is real money. It is guaranteed. And the only way, well, there's two ways they can get out of it. One is that if they decide that they like Deshaun and they want to keep him for yet another year, they can restructure that contract and give him another year, give him some bonus money. In other words, convert salary to bonus money. And they can decrease the salary cap charge for 2024. That would be a good way that they could convert 2024 money into 2025, 2026, 2027 money and create some cap space for 2024 and survive the season. So restructuring Deshaun Watson Sounds like a great idea as long as Deshaun Watson has a good year this year and there's still time for him to turn it around. So it's it's not completely crazy. Um, the other thing that they could do, and this is really an extreme idea, is what if Deshaun Watson has a bad season and uh, they feel that he is not playing quarterback in good faith? Well, they could possibly maybe try to find some way to find him in breach of contract, like say that, oh, well, he got into some trouble uh, with uh, character concerns that he did not tell us about at the time that he signed the contract. There were legal issues that we were not aware of and uh, try to get a court to find Deshaun Watson in breach of contract and void the out years and get out out of it in some way, try to make a settlement, in other words. I think that's probably unlikely, given that the Browns were generally aware that there were legal problems when they signed the contract, 
And, you know, in other words, there were a number of allegations that they were aware of. And if you find one or two extra ones, I don't know if that makes a material difference or not. I'm not a legal expert, so I can't say for sure. But I would tend to think it would be very difficult to find Mr. Watson breach of contract. I'm not a lawyer, I'm not an expert. I just don't know that I think it's very realistic to try to wiggle out of that massive contract. It would certainly be a tremendous legal battle if they decided to go that way. I don't think it's, it's probably not realistic. So what have we got? We've got a number six shiny new draft pick for 2024. That's the big haul from the uh, trading deadline, which is come and gone at as of four o'clock this afternoon. That's it. Now, they also made a few minor personnel moves that did not directly involve trade. Uh, they signed veteran running back Kenyon Drake, who was last a uh, Baltimore Raven, or at least he was a Baltimore Raven in the offseason. I believe he got picked up by Texas or somebody briefly and played a little bit there. And um, they also signed uh, tackle uh, Jerron Christian, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. It's G-E-R-O-N is his first name, Jerron Christian, and wide receiver James Proche. Now, you will remember James Proche as a Baltimore Raven. He's a wide receiver and also punt returner. And that, that an announcement was made actually earlier this afternoon. And I did publish in writing an article that says, well, you know, I don't know that he's that great of a wide receiver, but since he is a punt returner, it may suggest that Donovan Peoples-Jones is on his way out, and that, in fact, turned out to be the case. So I did publish that, did predict before it happened that Donovan Peoples-Jones would be on his way out uh, later today, and that turned out to be a correct pr prediction. Um Along with those moves, one of the reasons why they signed a tackle to the practice squad was that uh, veteran Ty Nisehi suffered an injury to his biceps, and so he's on the injured list on the practice squad, not on the 53-player roster, but injured list on the practice squad. Now, that guy can actually play a little bit, uh, but he is injured. He's a veteran and there was some thought that he might get some playing time, uh, especially because we were not having great success at the left tackle position. A lot of people were unhappy with Jed Wills, and they thought that Ty Nisecki might be able to pressure him a little bit. That appears to be not the case. But they did sign another guy for the practice squad. Kenyon Drake is an interesting guy because he did gain yards for uh, Baltimore last season. He wasn't fantastic. And uh, specifically, let's just look at his uh, stat line. And uh, he, let's see, he actually played for, holy cow, he played for, yeah, for Baltimore. And he had 109 rush attempts and produced 482 rush yards. And um, that comes out to 4.4 yards per 10. So that's not half bad. And then he also had uh, 17 catches in 26 targets last year. 
and that comes out to be 65.4% catch percentage, which is below his career percentage of 72.9%. So we think he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Generally, he's not fantastic, but yeah, he can do it. And um, so he had 571 yards from scrimmage last season for Baltimore. Not half bad. He also, yeah, I think I might have misspoke. Um, he, according to profootballreference.com, he had two games for Baltimore this season and had uh, only one rush attempt and didn't make any yards. I thought that he had gotten picked up by one other team. Um, th that apparently is not true, so I take that back. Okay, so he, he was not picked up according to pro football reference this season. So he only played for Baltimore in two games this season. But here he is now on the Cleveland Browns practice squad, and I don't know if he'll be promoted or not, but since Donovan Peoples-Jones was uh, traded for that number six draft pick to Detroit, it's possible that we might see him promoted to the 53-player roster. We'll just have to wait and see how that pans out. I think they have a few days to figure out how they're going to do that. Um, so that's what we've got. We have just a very minor trade of veteran who's 29 years old, not the Hall of Fame running back that the Browns were hoping to see in Derrick Henry from Tennessee. That did not happen. Uh, there is no quarterback news that uh, we were also hoping to see. We're not getting Jacoby Brissett back from uh, Washington for some minor draft pick exchange. That did not happen. And uh, meantime, P.J. Walker is really putting up some very poor numbers, uh, well below his career numbers, I should add. And I think we have to ask ourselves, well, is it because P.J. Walker is that bad? Or is it because the Cleveland Browns offense is really that weak? And we have to understand, have to remember that the Cleveland Browns have been built around Nick Chubb, and there is no Nick Chubb. And, yeah, we've got some halfway decent replacements now. We, at the beginning of the year, had Jerome Ford, and that was about it. And uh, since then, they've added uh, Kareem Hunt. And they've asked, and they've added Pierre Strong Jr. That has made somewhat of a difference. There is now some balance to that bench. You know, I wish that those guys had been there all along, but uh, it's now looking, you know, like if the, if Nick Chubb were still here, that would be a running back room. Now at least there's some some uh, depth there we don't have the bell cow obviously but there are some credible running backs there and if they were to get some minor success out of uh, Kenyon drake then you could have some running back by committee and at least put a alternative to throwing the ball every down uh, which is probably a lot to ask for a third string quarterback 
Um, I think tomorrow I'm going to talk about whether the Browns have made the right decision to go with a complete unknown in uh, P.J. Walker. They gave up on Dorian uh, uh, on Dorian Thompson Robinson after one game in Baltimore. Remember that they were thinking that Deshaun Watson was going to start, and then like two hours before game time, they decided he was not going to be able to go. They said, okay, DTR, this is going to be your game to win or lose. So they just handed in the ball, and um, he had a terrible game. And they said, well, okay, that's enough time to evaluate a quarterback. I think we're done with that. Um, we need to get a new quarterback and start him over DTR. And remember that they played – Baltimore, who is currently ranked number one in the NFL in defense, and that is just so Browns to give up on a rookie quarterback after one game against the best defense in the NFL. But nevertheless, that's what the Browns do. And uh, I think tomorrow we'll discuss whether that was the right move or maybe what they should be doing is going back to, to Dorian Thompson-Robinson because uh, we just haven't seen results from P.J. Walker. It's not that P.J. Walker can't play, but the results are just not there, and there's really no reason to give up on the rookie quarterback who they believed at the time was distinctly better than Joshua Dobbs, who turned out to be a very capable quarterback, did a very good job with Arizona, over the first uh, however many six or seven games and is now going to be probably a starter in Minnesota. So um, that's, I think, what I'm going to leave you with. We'll talk about that some more tomorrow and maybe come up with some additional predictions about what we'll see later in the week and later in the season and um, what we'll see from Deshaun Watson and who in the world is going to replace Donovan Peoples-Jones? That's a tough question. So I hope you guys are having a great week. And um, it's a, a bit of a struggle, I think, to be a Browns fan right now. We didn't get what we wanted at the trade deadline. We told you it might be a little bit disappointing and uh, unfortunately, that prediction turned out to be true. We'll have to see if they can find a path forward despite that. There is no other choice. They're going to have to find a path forward with the players that they have now. So have a great day, everybody. Oracle out.